right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John, and slightly off microphone, a baby. Ramona Shelburne, the baby. How are, uh, how's it going, guys? What's up, Doris Burke? Uh, John lumbered into the baby dungeon, much like the Zodiac, <laughs> with his uh, pronounced limp. Yeah, heavy, heavy gait. Everything okay there, John? Oh well, you guys may not know this, but I am an elite athlete, mm. or at least the place where I go to have steroids jacked into my Achilles now. That's great. Pronounces me as one. I go to a place called Elite Sports Medicine. Oh. Um, which um, wait, were you the uh, fattest person there? Absolutely. <laughs> I went from feeling on top of the world, like man, so I need to go to elite sports medicine. Turns out that's just what orthopedists call themselves now. Yeah. I just look around all these specimens, their muscles rippling, my penis hardening. You did not go see uh, Doctor James Andrews. Oh, if only. That's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. I'm in that waiting room. There's the Rock. Right. Ronda Rousey's getting her touched up a Kawhi little bit. Leonard's yeah. His, yeah. Platelets are being passed around <laughs> like candies. Well, so every time I've ever gone to an orthopedist or any kind of sports medicine person, mm-hmm. that actually hasn't been the case. Oh. It's been all like old, infirm, maybe obese folks. Yeah. Who are like, oh yeah, you subtweet these... me again right to my face <laughs> and see what happens. Well, that's because, again, plantar fasciitis is the affliction of generally mm-hmm. the elderly and or overweight. Yeah. Right. Yes, True. it does afflict Grizzlies draft picks and me, <laughs> but it's normally a, a, uh, an affliction reserved for those not in shape. I spent a, a good portion of my childhood at uh, orthopedic surgeons. I used to have a... Uh, braces Anderson, they I, call I them. used to have those uh, Forrest Gump-like braces across my Magic legs. Magic legs. Yeah, thankfully, Forrest Gump came out uh, years after I got rid of those things. Woo! Or I would have been ridiculed. Just uh, FDR jokes for you. But yeah, I had a bunch of kids would make fun of me, but they were removable braces, and I had the Irish anger, so I would just fight kids with the braces. John, I I was just thinking about how I'm sure in South Florida when Chuck grew up in the '90s, they were all making FDR jokes. Yeah, Yeah. a ton of them. They they loved they loved the New Deal. You look like Franklin Delano Roosevelt. (laughs) No, but yeah, shout out Dr. Hodgenpour. He gave me a Super Nintendo that my parents let us have for a week because we all fought over it. Me and my six brothers and sisters. That's pretty nice. He was a nice guy. We were poor. He knew it. <laughs> but I uh, put on uh, elite athletic apparel before I went to the elite athlete place. Oh, you got some more. Did I, you was do- ju- I was just like, I was putting on like regular clothes, like my stupid clothes. And I was like, man, I got to put on like workout stuff. In my head, there's like mo- there's like a movie montage with like I the Tiger playing and he's tying a like, oh, dude. like a bandana around his head. <laughs> Pulling on his Lululemons. That's right. Oh, man, you should have seen it. The per- I struck a conversation with the person next to me. She was a movement coach. Oh, what does that mean? I don't know. Like bowel? Ah, oh, well, that's my, <laughs> maybe my profession. <laughs> I don't know why I ever ask people what they do, because first of all, I do not care. Never. Second care. of all, that leads to them asking what I do. I have no idea how to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a, I, I, that's my self-destruction. Are you familiar with the term bon vivant? <laughs> right, right. I've always said things that sound better than they are. Yeah. Because they're like, what do you do? It's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a piano player and an NBA podcaster. Oh. Oh, wow. I'm, I make $6 a week. Right? You know? <laughs> like, I've, I've been broke for ages. Uh, people ask me what I do, and I tell them my name is Porkchop, and I own a uh, carpet cleaning business in, in South Florida. So you do the same thing Keith does, because right. that sounds way better <laughs> than what you actually do. <laughs> uh, we, uh, I'm still wearing the clothes we uh, had a Grizzlies watch party in. Nice. I'm, in I'm in the uh, same underwear. Yeah, yeah. M- Monday night, uh, Grizzlies watch party. Uh, rendered was, me sleepless. Yeah, it was kind of good. I will say, so based on John's apparel, which is always entertaining, usually. <laughs> uh, at the watch party, you know, we're giving away prizes. We're giving away Grizzlies prizes. And, and one of the ways you win Grizzlies prizes is you have to fill out this online form for the Grizzlies. It's marketing. It's, it is marketing. But then you can also earn more raffle tickets to win the prizes if we just subscribe to our podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, so there was, a, there, there was a couple strangers there, you know, as opposed to the handful of regulars. And uh, and the strangers w- was, was subscribing to the podcast and reading the description. And I think the, the iTunes description still says something like, uh, something about a degenerate gambler. Yes, and uh, and the Present. guy and the guy was like, "Which one of you is the degenerate gambler?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna let you pick." <laughs> was it the guy? I, I, no, no, no. I, I said, I, I said, I, I said. So it's me. It's the guy in the Hawaiian shirt, and the guy in like what is that? Like a, a 
orange beige tan jacket. And he goes, Oh, it's that guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's wearing a copper, like a mafia don. You kind of look like I got more rings than fingers. You kind (laughs) of look like someone riding a a, a, a Vespa in 1940. (laughs) Yeah. Very right. like Rome. I started the mods. Post World War II. <laughs> you can catch me in Fellini's eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, Post watch party as we woke up this morning with the uh, depression of Grizzly's sadness washed over us. However, they did cover once again cover dramatically final seconds. Uh, did we have breakfast? I uh, left the watch party early to go put my son to bed um, in Murfreesboro and then take him to school in the morning, which is fantastic for me. I enjoy it because uh, I sounded very sad about hanging out with my son last podcast. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're uh, uh, making amends for that. <laughs> I took my son to school and it was great. <laughs> Yay. But I went, uh, and <laughs> if I'm in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and I'm stopping at a gas station for a pack of cigarettes, there's only one place where I'm going to go. Shout I eat broasters. The, the Sitka with the broasters. Oh, with the broasters. With the throwback to season one, I had me a spicy chicken biscuit. It was mm. awful, but it was sustenance. Yeah. I feel you. My least favorite uh, thing to eat is a banana. Mm. But uh, even more so than a grapefruit. By Jove, I love grapefruits. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> must be that self destruction again, because it is tart, isn't it? Citrus, very very tart. But but I had a, a banana because you know it's that thing. You're living that, the right uh, way. You can just you know take from a tree and eat. I mean, right. I had I had handfuls of dry Cheerios. Whoa, kind of the same. Just guys, we are doing it. This is this is like same old us. But I, w- I will say, over the past week or so, Chuck has opened my eyes to the glory of McDonald's. Oh. You guys have been going to McDonald's every single day. Almost what is day. happening? We have gone three times in two weeks. Mm. You have that gone is a three lot. times in two weeks. How many times have you gone? I've gone an extra two two times. Duh. Well, I just can't get over how incredibly cheap it is. <laughs> and yet, somehow, still the workers at McDonald's are incredibly overpaid. Those are some people that you would like to see at a sports, uh, like a sports doctor. You know, there's like four people limping around. Duh. It's a sad state explain, of events. Explain the overpaid thing. I mean, McDonald's isn't bringing in money overpaid. hand over fist. First, first, I have, minimum first I have to win a staring contest uh-huh. with the person who's going to give me food. Because there is no... This is the worst McDonald's Chuck, maybe on the planet. And this is the only one I've gone to in a decade. And Chuck has had to teach me the etiquette of going to this McDonald's. And it's basically Mad Max Fury Road. Because <laughs> I was just standing there looking at this man. And he was just staring right back. And Chuck goes... No, nah, man, you got to get this going. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, hey, hey, hey. So I want, and then Chuck rattles off his like 72 items. And I'm like, Chuck just spent 40 bucks at McDonald's. And then the guy's like, $7.80. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? What? I got us, uh, the, see, I do the discount. So you guys don't know about that, but I had the... Oh, Chuck uh, has like an app? I got an app, and it was buy one, get one free. That military uh, discount at McDonald's? Buy one, get one free filet of fish, and then they have the $5.20 piece nugget. Oh, you... you, you they still you, have the $5.20 piece. You yeah. totally ruined the story, because <laughs> I... So Chuck orders before me. I don't pay attention to anything Chuck does, so I don't even see what he's doing. He goes and sits down, and then I go up there, and I'm like... Oh, I'm going to add four nuggets to my Big Mac, Ooh. and Chuck's going to be flipping out that I got so decadent. <laughs> I turn the corner and set down my four measly nuggets. Chuck has a filet of fish and the biggest box of nuggets. Yeah. Two boxes of 10, I guess ten that's how piece, they do it. Two per 20 tins. nuggets. Mm-hmm. And then it, like he explains the math to me, and I was like, so if I paid like a dollar and 20 cents more, you will I could have had, nuggets. instead of four nuggets, Qu- quintuple. <laughs> 20 nuggets. And then we just had an excellent time. Uh, however, you did have that means you had four and 20 nuggets. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, hey, welcome mm. to the uh, episode four, uh, episode 20, season four podcast. Oh, I didn't, I forgot. It is yeah. season four, episode four, 20. Hey, 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 hey. We were just going to do an episode Two, three, four. I smoke weed every day. You, you missed five and a half. Um, uh, we were going to just do a special uh, podcast of just me laughing and ripping a bong for five <laughs> minutes. Just me with some butthead noises. Yeah, it would have, it would have been great. Also, this, at the McDonald's thing, there was this like, uh, Crazy homeless lady there that Chuck was thinking was pointing out a rat. Mm-hmm. And then we, uh, she starts talking to the uh, other employees, and we realize, crazy homeless lady, 
used to work at the McDonald's. No, no, no. She just is, hangs out. She is there. She's like, it's been that way since I started here. Like she was hanging out on her day <laughs> off. She's like, that rat's been there since I uh, started working here three years ago. <laughs> so, so in I'm my head, this is just back. how every McDonald's is. It isn't. That McDonald's okay. will just shut down at at dinner time. No, you go they, through the drive thru. You're like, oh sweet, it's five thirty. I can go get me a McNugget. There were like only three people working there. I don't know how. This is where the business model of the uh, fast food. Uh, world is going to collapse. No one wants to work for minimum wage anymore. I don't you blame You cannot them. get anybody to do it. Well, that's and what I was saying. Like, John's poor service. If I work for minimum wage and someone dressed like John walked up to me, I, forget I wouldn't talk to him either. Oh, no. Uh, he looked right through me. <laughs> Chuck basically had to be my advocate for ordering. Because <laughs> I don't think I was getting anything. All right, well, those were our breakfast. After our breakfast, we move to our breakfast in bed. Apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. It is often, frequently, the first time we talk about the NBA. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? I'm sorry uh, to Grizzlies fans. You've lost a, a soldier. Um, John Burr. John no. Hilty Hall Bird Jr. now owns more heat gear than Grizzly stuff, and that is on God. Not, not, not true. Not true. Not uh, we were true. gonna, we're gonna go do an inventory at your house. Look, I, I apologize for nothing. I have simply noticed that the Heat have one of the greatest alternate jerseys of all time, maybe the best, and one. I've made an investment. Because good luck finding this stuff even now. I know it's kind of as soon as I saw scarce. it, I went, well, if I don't buy all of this. There's no way any of us are ever getting it. So I bought sizes that I don't exist in in hopes that one day I'll be thinner. I have multiple jerseys, but I do the same thing with anything. anything any like I'm an NBA fan. Uh-huh. If I see a brand I like right now, what you I got, got that Memphis Sounds on. He's, he's oh, repping. Memphis Sounds. He's That's repping. a great brand. He's I got repping. my my Nugget Skyline socks on. I make no apologies. And furthermore, I'm no Heat fan. I'm a Graz fan. A Graz, a Jizz <laughs> fan. Although I'm getting very worried that the the uh, the Graz aren't going to get in the lottery or the playoffs. So the uh, um, the excitement of the Miami City jerseys. Mm-hmm. If you order a Dwayne Wade jersey this month, they ship on July 1st, which is when he's a free agent again. <laughs> which is which is pretty crazy. Also, why can't they print them up faster? Right. Get better suppliers, yeah, NBA. Yeah, can we go to China, please? I love that heat vice branding so much that there's probably no fashion thing that's come around in a long time that I hate more than the snapback hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I just don't like it when adults dress as children. Like backpacks, hats, don't like any of it. Yeah, I saw that Chris Crofton bit, too. But uh, I was like... <laughs> um, I'm getting one. It's That's time it. to find out. He did it. I have a hat today, though, that says, uh, it's not a bald spot. It's a solar panel for a sex machine. That yes. is a amazing, like, Bad News Bears level old my, hat. Yeah. yeah, this is from the 80s. Walter Matthau wore that my Bad good, News Bears, too. My good buddy, J.D., at Hail Dark Aesthetics, the uh, oddity shop for all oddity shops. Uh, got it for me. He's a great guy. Thank you, J.D. Free, free plug. Free plug. How many jerseys do you think the Grizzlies sold of their city jerseys? Throwback civil rights. Here's the thing: less than which, a thousand. Which oh, less than a hundred. So you think so? I mean, they're bad. Where? Uh, but here's a question: How many city jerseys are going to end up in a civil rights museum? You think they are? I mean, yes, it's important. I think it is, and I think that's like a tribute, and it showed the 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 team's you know I, understanding I of love, the city's history. I love that aspect of it, but please. Make it look better, but you can't make, do make a it, cocaine make, chic jersey and honor Martin Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. I mean, they could have put, like, a Martin Luther King-esque drawing that looked like that etching on that Kyrie Irving fan's head. Oh, yeah. And that would have looked better than the MLK jerseys they went with. All right. Well, my my apology is to one Buddy Heald. Donkey! Last episode. Last episode, I uh, said he was from Jamaica. He's from the Bahamas. Oh, yeah. He's a Bahama national. That's why he was on Team World in the Rising Stars Challenge. So I apologize uh, for getting that information wrong, disseminating false information. Do you know what? Sorry, buddy. The funniest thing it was during the, the All Star break. Uh, there was like thirty or forty uh, reporters gathered around Buddy Heald. Not a single one of them were asking him a question. He goes, "You guys feel free to fire away whenever you want to ask me something." And they go, <laughs> "Oh, LeBron's at this station next. We're all just trying to get a good spot." Oh, 
yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty. That's like Kwame Brown waiting of his rookie season for a reporter to notice that <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan was not going to talk to them. Mm. I'll apologize to Jimmy Butler and Keith. Uh, Keith, you were right. Jimmy Butler knew his body and was correct to sit out the All Star <laughs> game because he came right back out and blew something out. Yeah, thank you, Tibbs. That was now, so depressing. Now he's getting his meniscus I mean, shaved, obviously, obviously, shorn. Obviously depressing. Microblade. Uh, to sit out the All Star game and then the next game to get hurt. It's like what in the world? It's you just, just can't win. Weird, weird irony. Lou Will would say that's karma. Mm. Do you think how how bad is the lack of Jimmy Butler going to affect them? Assuming he comes back for the playoffs, how how much is it gonna is it gonna He's rock the turn world them the rest into of the regular from, season from not being in the playoffs to you know home court advantage first round? Yeah, wh- what? So. There's only 17 games left. Oh, it's like 24 or something. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think they only have like 18 games left, uh, but they, um, I feel like they are up in the standings enough to, they will survive, but they'll need him to do anything in the playoffs. I figure. Oh, they can't win against Cause Tibbs is like, until he comes back, Tibbs is going to play six dudes. Yeah. Like I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding a little bit. He's going to play seven and a half dudes. Yeah. Maybe we see some Shabazz Muhammad. I kind of <laughs> doubt it. I kind of <laughs> thought they would, but they, he even hasn't, he's got <laughs> nothing, broken no tick. I think I think I think Jeff T could step up though. I think it's actually good for Jeff T because you know the pieces didn't fit great. They'd well, actually been playing 500 ball. Naman Abielitsa is good. He is good. Yeah. He's not quite a three, but you know. right. All right. Well, those were our breakfast in bed apologies. Before we move to our steak and eggs, best thing, we have a few questions submitted by our Patreon supporters. The croissant questionnaire. Any questions? Um, yes. Are you going to finish that croissant? Knock yourself out. Uh, Sam Wilkinson asks, is the team of injured players you could make this year, Boogie, Porzingis, Conley, Waiters, Beverly, among the best ever? And how many injuries would it take for the NBA to seriously consider a slightly shorter season? Well, now that we can add Jimmy Butler to this list... Yeah, uh, can we make Tibbs the honorary coach of this team? I thought, yeah. I thought, I thought also we could add Kawhi Leonard, but you yeah. know he's maybe he's coming he's back. back now. He's going to come back. I mean, that's a glorious squad, but like honestly, the squad he listed, you'd have to add Jimmy Butler on it for them to even have a chance against the Dubs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a a ton of folks that have. Oh, we got big news. We got big news, guys. Pee peed in the potty. Uh, Chase Buddy Budinger uh, Parrish has pee peed in the potty. He has has pee peed in the potty. It is a big day here Uh, in the Parrish household. I I know this is a little off, little off focus, but yes, we had a big weekend. (laughs) Little guy decided he was ready to go pee in the potty. Yes, it was like the switch flipped. He's now like completely housebroken. Done. Wow. As as we sit here recording in the dungeon, and. And he Keith is uh, only two children. And he comes down the stairs to announce he's peeping in the potty. I'm actually am terrified right now. <laughs> That's not <laughs> actually not the greatest news. Uh, we might need to go check on the upstairs. But no, good job, little guy. Good job, right. big buddy. He completely he completely nailed it. This is the first Sweet. step. Maybe when you're 35 like me, your girlfriend will be so worried about how you urinate, <laughs> she will install. In my, this is our latest bathroom development. Oh, there is a light that senses when I am near, senses when I am near in the dark that lights up. Just she see. calls it the disco light. It's some ultraviolet light that kills bacteria, but it is mostly there because she has said, quote unquote, you have an abnormal penis hole that uh, does not hit the toilet. I'm putting that on a t shirt. I thought the light was going to light up when you missed, and I thought yeah. that was incredible. Yeah. No, and but I would I would buy that right now. As soon please, as you get close to it, it, it lights up, and it's different colors every time. And it's pretty. I have to admit, I am hitting the toilet better. Mm. I'm not happy to. Admit. You got a shooting coach? Oh, <laughs> that's what you need. Anyway, let's he get married back. his shooting coach. <laughs> let's get back to Sam's question. Oh uh, God, sorry, Sam. Well, I mean, is it among the best ever? I don't no. know. I, I can't keep track Dion, of who gets hurt you every put year. Put Dion Waiters on it. I I do that, feel like there's funny. a ton of uh, <laughs> injuries like, this year. Is but it is it. Do, do, I feel like we've probably said this all four seasons. Right. I mean, injuries are up statistically. 
I don't know how many. We don't know what causes injuries, honestly. No. Like, like right. they, 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 they tr- Tom they, Thibodeau. <laughs> like they tried to address it with a schedule. No, the NBA is not going to shorten schedules. Like, what is the tipping point for injuries? I don't know. A lot more. I mean, they, they've eliminated those, you know, crazy, you know, four out of five nights playing. They're right. still doing three out of four. Um, Although the Pel- you know nights. the Pelicans have have a three straight coming up. Yeah, because they, they rescheduled that hashtag schedule alert. Yeah. It's actually great. Well, they just had uh, they just had uh, last night was uh, their third game in four nights, and Anthony Davis seems not to be phased at all by it, scoring fifty three. But I think I, I think at Davis. some point we're going to find out that actually it was better when the NBA players drank Bud Light all summer, mm-hmm. smoked cigarettes. Like in it was actually hallway. better for their bodies. Like stop. Now, being rest s- at some point. Yeah, now being so in shape, maybe mm. it could be bad. Yeah. But we don't know. So, all right, what's our, what's the next question, John? Ball from Grace asks, excluding LeBron, Cavs, Warriors, if you could take any NBA superstar and move him to another team just for the remainder of this season, who would it be and to which team? I don't know why he said LeBron and Cavs. That's redundant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what Cavs you're moving besides LeBron, but... Well, I don't know. You got to see where George Hill lands, brother. I love Larry Nash Jr. Uh, I have the perfect answer. Give me. Oh, dear. Well, I don't know. I want to take Giannis Antetokounmpo and put him on the Nuggets. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't catch a Jokic pass if you (laughs) stuck it in his gut. I'm still reeling from Giannis being stone-handed in the All-Star game. Just one of those moments where I'm like, oh, man, if he doesn't have the ball in his hands, is he? Oh, no. I think the Nuggets with those shooters... And you just add Giannis's creation at the wing. I mean, you replaced the Wilson Chandler and put up the three and the four. Unbelievably good. I just want to highlight an off-air moment. Uh, Keith and I just uh, looked at each other after checking in on little Doris Burke napping. We gave each other a nod. It was pure dad. Oh, yeah? It was pure, touching. It you was ready a- for me to ruin it? <laughs> Double birds to the baby from the big man. Double birds what to the jerk. baby from a big what man. What a jerk. Well, no I feel like, like Anthony you. Davis deserves better yeah. than Alvin Gentry. Where would you put, where would you put Anthony Davis? Um, for me? Uh, I mean, this is really, really, really boring, and Bill Simmons is going to start you know, self-filating, but I'd put him on the Celtics. I He hates to play center. But he could play power forward next to Al Horford. So my th- my thought of Anthony Davis being the other answer of a yeah. guy, you know, super duper star who you'd move. I think you you would put him on the Rockets, right? And on the super Rockets, Capella. Oh my gosh, yeah, like that would just be that. Okay. That, that is a I better actually, answer than mine. I, that I actually think could be uh, Warriors doom, right? I, I, I feel like Ball from Grace meant Rockets, Cavs, Warriors. <laughs> yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, but uh, but to me, like if I could answer this question any way I wanted, like if I didn't have the caveat that I would take Kevin Durant or Draymond Green off of the Warriors and put them anywhere else, right, just right. to make the yeah, league yeah. more fun, just, just for a little more. Parody. I also am like very uh, interested in what Draymond Green could be on a different team because I think he's extremely important to the Warriors, but I don't know. What he would be elsewhere? I think so. a big question mark with me with the Warriors would like, what is Clay Thompson outside of being surrounded? So by many super, questions about those, teams. you know, because he's fit this wonderful role with them. But what would he be if he was the ace on a on a right. squad? But honestly, I would just I want to see if Dwight Howard can continue his streak of going to teams and making them completely irrelevant. <laughs> so that's the quote unquote superstar <laughs> I'll move. Uh, I don't have one. This is a great conversation. You guys covered all the bases. <laughs> Perfect. Mr. Eli asks, not sure I've ever heard the story of attaining the Tony Allen soundbite at the end of the show. G&G, never apologize for being fast break break. Is this story lame? Was it one-on-one? What's the deal? Keith, you're going to have to field this one. Uh, the story, it's, it's pretty lame. It's not lame. Well, it's not one-on-one. It, it's back when uh, he used to do periscopes a right. pretty good amount. And, uh, and anytime he would periscope, his periscopes were incredible. I actually missed them. They were really funny. Yeah. But uh, I was just, you know, you, you comment on periscope and you try to time your comment for when he looks down at the screen because he just talks, <laughs> talks, talks, but you know, go around and then I look down the screen and there's some kind of lag. Mm-hmm. So like you try to guess when he's about to look down. Uh, and, and I just, I just threw up, uh, I think I just threw up, I, I just typed in never apologize for being grit and grind. And he looked down at it and he's like, that's right. Fast break, break. He understand, and I was like, "Yes!" And then I was moment. like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna." Well, a huge moment for you, completely forgettable by Tony Allen. He has no. Oh yeah, yeah. So no it was not, it was this. not a one-on-one. Although, man's a free agent. 
I what? need to find his publicist. Where's he get going? Him on the show. Can we I mean, just talk to him? I don't have to get like team permission now. Harry's going to Milwaukee. Mm. No, no, that's not right. He should uh, go to Minnesota. Minnesota, that's it. Yeah, Minnesota's the that'd be a great rumor destination. I want Minnesota to get either him or a buyout, a bought out Vince Carter. Seems Vince like- Carter is chucking for the buyout. He's trying to shoot the Kings to the top <laughs> of the tankathon and get his buyout right now. Who are they playing when he pulled up from 40? 40 foot nightmares. And it was, it was what? It was a, was it a tie game or down by two? It was down by two. Mm. He did not have any interest in overtime. <laughs> pulled up from 40 <laughs> like with like eight seconds left. Bye, y'all. Against, I mean, a, a game that they were, he had guys open near the basket. It was outstanding. All right. Well, those were our uh, croissant questionnaires submitted by our Patreon supporters. If you want to submit a question and aren't a Patreon supporter, well, easy way to fix that. Go to patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. You can submit the croissant questionnaires. You can join our Slack chat where we talk about everything around the clock for $3 a month. Also get access to all the bonus content we put up there. Fantasy League playoffs coming up. Our fantasy leagues over on Fantrax.com. Uh, we're in the wild card week for the Ooh. regular leagues. A uh, The three through six seeds are going head-to-head in one week showdown, getting ready to play. Uh, John Burr, who's the one seed in his league, Ooh-wee. and me... Who's the one seed in my league? Keith was afraid of me. I uh, gave up when Kawhi got hurt. Yeah, you held on a little too long. A little too long. Yeah, it was... Uh, you could have torpedoed me. I tried to trade for Kawhi every day. Yeah, However, our negative fantasy league, the International Stackhouse of Pancakes League for Pride and Glory, is still going strong. It goes late into the season just because of insanity. Mm-hmm. Just because we just <laughs> want to see crazy... We want chaos. Uh, it will never just, end. Just pure mm-hmm. chaos. So if you want to support the show, get involved with all that, you can do that at patreon.com slash fastbreak.com. Breakfast. Another way you can support the show, download the draft app. If this isn't explicitly clear, I, I talked to a, a, a longtime listener who didn't understand this. Right. If you download the draft app at draft.com slash fastbreak and use our code fastbreak and get a free $3 entry into any game, they pay us money. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this is an ad. <laughs> Come on, guys. But, but honestly, please, I do play draft john and i play draft all the time yeah, chuck i have been rendered penniless cl- chuck know. you gotta clear up that paypal uh, conflict good. resolution I got way you too many <laughs> issues with venmo there was some like <laughs> bonnaroo ticket things that had to get cleared up yep. oh, yeah but well, you can't put when it says what's it for don't put drugs, drugs. <laughs> put something else put a put an emoji of a pizza I, slice I mean, honestly you can say drugs you gotta quit putting the actual brand name. okay yeah yep. say yeah <laughs> valtrex <laughs> <laughs> anyway but the the draft app is super fun i think they're working with us to expand the expert games because right now the expert games are limited to, to three only three people can play against each other and i've, I've been talking to draft i think yeah. we're gonna take care of that we're gonna we're gonna get it bigger so anyway if trailblazer you play game da- changer daily fantasy basketball against us you can follow me on there my handle is fast break breakfast and we only play our listeners so you're not losing money to strangers so all i want fun. keith is a scenario in which i can play deontay davis mm, that's, that's what true. we need i want it to be where i can play deontay davis and it's actually a good choice yeah exactly I told draft I want I want to win I want to win a, a league with under 100 fantasy points. Absolutely. <laughs> so right now it's not I want to make it even weirder. I want to score less points than Kobe Bryant did in one game and <laughs> still finish in the money. Yeah, so if you want to play fantasy basketball against us for like 1 or 2 dollars a game. It's I, I only do the 1 and 3 dollars. Uh, John plays for a little bit more. You can do that. Not anymore. draft.com/fastbreak use our code fastbreak. All right, steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? There were so many good things to talk about. I feel like Anthony Davis has definitely earned the space to be talked about, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to talk about Bobby Portishead. Mm-hmm. I can't stop talking about Bobby Portishead. Did you guys see <laughs> when Bobby scored his 38th point, him shout to his uh, bench, I'm going to get 40? Yeah. Did you guys see it? Yeah, which which is did less, you see less impressive when you have thirty eight points than other times. Did but, you uh, see what happened for the rest of the game? Yeah. Well, that, well, that, that that's what makes it good. <laughs> he did not get forty, <laughs> and he missed the game winning bunny. So so so, so Chuck, if he had eighteen points and yeah. yelled, "I'm getting 40, forty, that's actually not a big deal. Yeah. 
When you have 38 points <laughs> with five and six minutes left and you play all the five, six minutes left and you announce you're getting 40 and you don't get 40, eh, kind of more of a big deal. Maybe that wild out bum at 40 ounces of King Cobra. Because mm. I don't see, he wasn't getting them points. Yeah, he might be. It also, that also was a game where it seemed like you're going to find Mark Cuban for talking about tanking, but you're not going to do anything against the Bulls where it seems like the FBI could have opened an investigation about the end of that game. <laughs> like, they're inbounding the ball. They, they were up the whole game. They're inbounding. Finally, like, they blow the lead, and then they have a timeout. The they Bulls just, and Kings are artful tankers. They throw it straight. Like, they throw, they do the inbounds pass with, like, six seconds left to the wrong team and then foul them so they get free points. It was stunning. Is someone cheering for a team that's tanking? I was outraged at how that game finished. But, again, Bobby had a chance to win it. Uh, tried his left hand on that layup. Woo! Ooh, yeah, didn't work. Did not work out super well. My uh, steak and eggs is uh, the everybody eats Washington Wizards. <laughs> we made jokes for a while that we don't talk about the Wizards on our show because we don't like them and they're boring. They ain't boring anymore. Mm-mm. With John Wall sitting on the bench wearing those Morpheus glasses, Saturansky. not doing anything. This team spreads the ball around. As a team, they're getting over 30 assists like every other game. This is all despite Scotty Brooks. They're doing it. Like they, are, they <laughs> love playing each other. Marcin Gortat is getting fed, getting the ball right where he likes it. Markeith Morris is doing these incredible give-and-goes, just like looking for the cutters. Sadoransky is getting that ball whipping around. Kelly Brad- Oubre is awesome. B- Kelly Oubre is just good. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Beal is just taking over the scoring load, but also distributing. And yeah, right now, player prop Bradley Beal over assists, rebounds, cash every time. And it seems like they're doing this while openly talking about how little they like John Wall. Mm. <laughs> they're still saying, like, man, that was a good game. Like, like how, how'd you guys, uh, you know, score so much? And Bradley Beal just grinning ear to ear. Everybody eats. Just throwing shade at John Wall. I saw something on the internet with those glasses with John Wall. Uh-huh. Calling them Elton John Wall. Oh, looks kind of great. It's not bad. Those rose tinted glasses. He's Mm. smiling. He's looking good. But they've been playing great nine and three in the last 12, half a game out of the third seed. But they're playing good teams, too. But they're playing good teams. They're they're like they're they're beating decent teams. And they really need to because you got teams like the Sixers coming on strong. And I mean, what does this say about John Wall still? What yeah? What is this? What happens when he comes back? I don't know. I don't know. But he should uh, probably stop throwing gang signs because he's just not that gangster no more. Mr. Sato cannot sit. I need Mr. Sato. He's good. All right. So uh, I want to talk about something that's uh, something that came up recently on uh, our Slack act. It was the uh, the opening up of DeMar DeRozan about his uh, struggles with uh, a little bit of depression. And uh, I've been open on the show about that kind of stuff here. And I think it's amazing that uh, he's breaking down that stereotype of the, uh, you know, stone cold killer athlete and saying, hey, yo, I'm I'm. Just like you guys, I'm making uh, making my progress day to day. We're all human, and I just want to shout him out for that and giving me a little hope because I'm going to my therapist tomorrow. So, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Demar. Ah, it's like peeling an onion. Yeah, well, it's all <laughs> and about the tears every, are real. Everything's about me. So, thank you, Demar. You're you're making me feel better. So, I appreciate you. Good luck with that uh, narcissism complex, there, Chuck. Well, that's what we're talking about tomorrow. My therapist. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the agenda. I write the agenda too. So. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> All right, those were our steak and eggs. Best thing, the opposite of the best thing, the cream of wheat. Worst thing. What's the worst thing you saw? My worst of the week is the ongoing love affair between Greg Popovich and LeBron James. Those two guys just basically blowing kissy faces at each other. Uh, Enlighten me. I don't know exactly what you're talking about. uh, Basically, LeBron is uh, lately spoken up about things we talked about last episode. Um, and Pop is uh, effectively cheerleaded his uh, stance and him taking this kind of role in modern-day athletes most of the time would keep their mouth shut, but LeBron's stepping it up. And then uh, LeBron going ahead in, in an interview and saying, Pop is one of my favorite people in the world, which makes me very sad because there's nothing more dangerous, I think, than uh, a Greg Popovich-coached LeBron James. That scares me, and it should scare all of you as well. Can LeBron even accept that much? I guess he could. I was like, could he even accept that much coaching after all these years of kind of being his own man? Um, even if he wanted to, maybe there's habits. I mean, what, I know Spolster's a great got, coach. Uh, what if LeBron got pop fired? 
That would be his Mona Lisa. That would be his pièce <laughs> well, de résistance. Well, throughout all this, uh, Magic Johnson just got fined fifty thousand dollars somehow, and we don't know why. So, oh, sounds about right. <laughs> Hampering, schmampering. Right. This Make sure a- you don't talk about uh, d- don't talk about tanking. That's over half a million. Bucks. That's six hundred thousand. But don't t- you know. Uh, anything else is fine. Yeah, you just like comment on your uh, the, the, your love interests, you know, political. Stances. Run a sexual harassment empire secretly. That's fine. <laughs> Do not talk about taking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My worst thing. I'm going to go full contrarian talking head. Ooh. So Donovan Mitchell got a DM. Some high school kid being like, "Hey, I really want to ask this girl out," you know, in class. Can you give me free tickets to a game? Donovan Mitchell's like, yeah, I got you. Hook some up. So he gives his kid free tickets. This is setting a terrible precedent. Yeah. You're going to have all kinds of, I don't know, scuzzy old dudes making up these fake stories, abusing the trust of these players. It's a rookie mistake. I don't like it. It's a rookie mistake. You can't you can't be acknowledging all these things, you know, because when Chuck, when does it end? It doesn't. When does it? It's a slippery slope. You give them an inch and they want a mile. I'm kind of uh, being facetious. I've decided the slippery slope argument is only made by horrible people. No, no one who has a, any good in their heart or Sherpas. No, but it, you've seen it. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, that's true it's, too. It's a great, yeah, great joke. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, David Harbor from Stranger Things doing the same kind of stuff. I think this is an awful thing to do. This has been going for quite a while. Wow, right? Yeah, and people just like, hey, give me ten thousand retweets, and I'll you know come to your wedding. I'm just ready for the celebrity, like after the prom date, to be like, yeah, I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Bet your ass, absolutely. She did. was eighteen. You think Hellboy ain't going to hit that? <laughs> no, I guess. I mean, it, it was nice to get the, the kids' tickets. I guess. No, it's it's awesome. a fun story, and it, you know, he doesn't have to do anything for anybody. But and, then now, how do we get in on the scam, Chuck? But then now, the next story is going to be like. We should. Why didn't he give me tickets? Yeah, that's what we should do. We should just uh, document all the times we ask athletes for things and they deny us or ignore us. I think that's a better play. And it then probably we can, is. We can ring that bell. We could get internet famous for mm-hmm. a couple of days. Yeah, and have everyone hate us. Yahoo. <laughs> okay. Well, so this is like, I don't want to seem like a fascist, but look, did you guys see Steve Ballmer, John, at Steph? I was going to say that fascist thing. That's what you should have said to your barber. Hey! Mm. Look at that, look at that, look at that. Just kidding. It's really your colorist. Do I have a colorist? You probably did to get it's that. It's a comic book term. That, See, um, I don't know what to do with this hair because I don't want to dye it back to the old color because I don't know how to describe my old hair color. John has Mud? A, a blondish, uh, dirty blonde hair color now. You should probably just go like full, I don't know what I have now. Just go full like evil I look like villain. I'm about to kill Gianni Versace. That's the move. <laughs> like, it's not it. not looking just great. Just imagine that guys. That's Burr's hair. Anyway, I got you I got you distracted. I'm sorry. You are talking about Steve Ballmer. So Steve Ballmer's John at Steph while he's trying to make shots. That is fine. Yeah. I yell at players too. Makes you feel like you're part of the game. He's sitting right there. That's cool. Did you guys catch the death glare after Steph has the you know the temerity to jaw back? No, I didn't catch that. It's terrifying. It's like the "How dare you, sir?" Mm. And I got like a I have a big problem with Steve Ballmer getting up in arms and looking like he wants to get stuff thrown out of his building. I got a big problem with a pit stained Peter Boyle, Ooh. who's a billionaire, and it belongs. He, he should be remembering that he's a billionaire and that he has a great opportunity and that no one else has, and he should be somewhere putting on the Ritz Love instead it. of, like... Do you think he was briefly overcome with the ghost of Donald Sterling? Oh, the I Donald, didn't even think of that. Did Donald Sterling die? Well, you know what I mean. Okay. In, our, in our collective consciousness. <laughs> society is society. Uh, he can actually throw his, his, his soul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a soul thrower. That's a very I mean, he was superpower. Michael Jordan-level pissed off. That's incredible. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. He, he was he was ready to Kwame Steph. I wonder if Steve Ballmer played with uh, like was around when Dell Curry was playing. Maybe this goes back to his dad. Didn't think about he was that. like a, a, maybe he was like an. Don't think it was coach. a lot of Hornets games. I'm just I'm just really <laughs> obsessed right now with thinking of Donald Sterling being strapped into one of those Matrix chairs <laughs> and like and like one, his girl Viv is like is like sponging his forehead and he's just taking over Steve Ballmer's body. <laughs> nah, when he's dude, come alive. It's that Denzel movie with John Goodman. Oh, don't when they're all t- falling. Uh-huh. Falling's oh, incredible. Whew. What's the song they sing in that movie? Some Rolling Stones. Rolling crap. Stones. Time. Time. 
I'm in on my side. Yes, it is. I love. <laughs> All right, okay. Listen I up. Lo- listen up. You're gonna. If you hear the Rolling Stones song, you're in deep trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I love me any pretty much mainstream studio, mainstream big studio film that like has like a dark ending. Oh yeah, like a real sucker. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Fallen was bad. Fallen, uh, Arlington Road, Crying Game. Seven, uh, yeah, seven two. Seven. seven was dark. I think more of it's, it's like almost like a horror ending, but it's not packaged in a horror movie. Although Fallen has a supernatural, I'm a, I'm a sucker for those. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I will look over Space Jam. I will look it's over awful. Uh, those aliens should have won. What's that Nicolas Cage movie? <laughs> uh, where I want to say the world ends at the end of it. Spoiler. Uh, uh, Declaration of Independence. No, I, I think movie? it's is it Knowing. <laughs> he had like four that all the had outsiders. the same title, yeah. like, like 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 very close. Con Air. But it's one where like 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 there's some privacy, like oh the world's gonna end. Oh it does. Oh yeah. Oh really? I like that. I love those movies. Like yeah. like I will overlook any amount of flaws and walk out raving. Like that was great. You sure that's not like the Arnold one where I play a Catholic priest? Uh, is that, is that of, reindeer games? Days? <laughs> end of days. <laughs> You're thinking of Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Sorry. Wow. Gary Sinise. All the time. In the words. Anyway, that seems like we, we walked off us the rails. I believe that took us straight to the scattered, smothered covered thoughts what other things are going on in the nba so here at fast break breakfast we enjoy a weirdo stat line and a couple weeks ago i uh i let you guys know about the liangelo stat line which is uh 0.0 assist zeros across the board but one steal on the road when you're not at home (laughs) and this week uh shane larkin welcome to the liangelo club Against the Knicks um, when you were playing with the Celtics. I feel like Shane Larkin spent some time in China, potentially. Probably. I think he was a star. (laughs) But um, that weird stat line brings me to another thing of ours, and I can hear some music in the distance. Oh, Oh. Ah. Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Game uh, of scones. Chuck's bringing a game of scones today. So uh, recently, Chuck has learned you can't lose if you are the game master. Nope. That's right. I'm gonna continue my uh, awful streak here by not winning. So recently, uh, Hassan Whiteside ended up leading the league all time in what is called the Kanye line. Um, <laughs> in a song called Monster, uh, Kanye West says, "No matter who you go and get, ain't nobody called to this. Do the rap and the track triple double, no assists." Oh. oh, so we are looking at the ten NBA players what? who have achieved the Kanye triple double no assist. Now there is, uh, of course, Hassan. What? But we need to uh, get the rest of them. Um, it is all big men. That's my only hint. Ah, I, I was th- using that. I was, well, I was, I was gonna, hoping that I'll, Keith was stupid. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say I don't know. <laughs> Okay, but these are all big names. They're people that you would know. Okay. And uh, when I say all of them, you'll be like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, okay. That is, that is kind of helpful. My computer and phone away. Oh, we're to t- lose to Keith. Yeah, I'll. Uh, you know how long it would take you to look that up, John? It's impossible. That's why I like this. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go first, even though I feel like that will doom me to get the most strikes mm-hmm. the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will guess David Robinson. That is a big negative. No way. Passes too much. Mm hmm. You've got to go with guys who couldn't pass if they wanted to. <laughs> uh, I'll go Kareem. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is on the list with two. Did it twice. Kareem was a, a willing passer. He was I mean, a willing passer, which is just weird. That is not always true. All right. <laughs> you got? I'm going to go Shaquille O'Neal. Negative. Two oh. strikes. That's going to be quick for me. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, let's go with idiots who block. I'll take idiots who block for a thousand. <laughs> the greatest blocker of them, Mark Eaton. Mark Eaton is on this list. See, I was going to go with that, and then when Chuck said, "You know all these names really well," that made me think it wouldn't be Mark Eaton. Well, I mean, he was a Mark Eaton. I mean, he was famous, but mm. I again, I'm glad you got that. You're one. right. You're right. I think I'm out. But that was <laughs> I have like two that, more. In my that, head. that was my first thought. Was, okay. was Mark Eaton? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Dikembe Mutombo. No, you got one, Keith. Yeah, that's you. Just took dang it. All right. Okay. All right. Um, let's go with more John, Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley. That's what? correct. That's co- Sean Bradley three, had a triple double no assist three times. He, uh, him, and Hassan Whiteside lead the league. Uh, or lead all time with three, each, three times a piece. Uh, now, crazy. these ones, I will admit, 
aren't really household names. The rest of them. I, I, I can't listen to whatever. I can't try to put myself in your brain. You're job. right. Yeah. That's a stupid uh, move. That's, that's, that's going to be You'll the be big, like, Harold Minor? That's, that's, that's <laughs> Ronnie Sackley, Matt Geiger. I can that's, start giving hints. Um, uh, no, well, I'll, I'll go with. I don't. I don't think I've missed one, so I don't. No, need no, no, yeah. John Although I am out of, I am out of doofuses things. What you got? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Kevin Willis. That uh, is a negative ghostwriter. I've done struck out. Yes, Ugh. John, you get one, one more. for four at the plate. Not great. What you got? John's been knocking him out the pork. Um. Are these all old guys? Because I can there's think of a couple, one guy. Who's there's a couple old guys and two younger guys. So three, three old guys, two younger guys, or within the recent history. I feel like someone did it this year, and I feel like it was Serge Ibaka. Serge did do that this year. <laughs> one. Serge. Serge Ibaka. There's no way Serge Ibaka had a ten block game this year. I mean, Serge Ibaka has had a 10 block game. That's he's a, a Serge Ibaka. Uh, well, John crushed it. Tree, Tree Rollins. Tree times. Rollins. Elmore Smith. Who is that? Uh, not an uh, everyday name. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Edgar Jones. Who is that? Is that uh, Edward Nahara? And Andrew Bynum. Wow. Okay, yeah. well. That makes sense. If we're lucky that I went where I went because that was it for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, it was, wasn't going to get much prettier than that. I was t- torn between Minute Bowl and Serge Ibaka, so I think I had like a Congolese thing going That's, on. It looks mm-hmm. like uh, 2012 was the Serge Ibaka. What was so it? that was Thunder Serge Ibaka. Yeah. Okay. Th- Thunder Serge. So what do you have? Is he that had, the most recent? That has to be the most recent one. He had three games that season of over 10 blocks. I yeah. remember Serge Ibaka at one point being like, a one man put him on your team blocks category fantasy. You're done. You're good. In yeah. in, in that game, we're looking at this game. I believe it's February 18, 2012. The first time in NBA history, a trio of teammates had a 50 point score, Durant, a 40 point score, Westbrook, and some of the triple double. Wow. It's incredible. It was a nice game of scones in which I got trounced. You got murdered. Got none of the questions right. Speaking of crazy stat lines, uh, we talked about Anthony Davis briefly. The Pelicans have won six straight, their longest winning streak in nine years or, or something. Uh, the schedule's been kind of easy, but they've had a couple of great overtime games. Went down to the wire. He's averaging, what, 41, 14, and in that stretch with, what, it's like five blocks a game, five assists a game. It's going nuts. Uh, these numbers he's putting up, these 50 points, 50 rebounds, it just, it's just unbelievable. And so, I mean... Uh, do you think there's any chance he can? This is mainstream topic warning that he can work his way into the MVP race. Because um, we gave an MVP to a worse player last year. Yeah. On on a on a lower seed. I, he's the undefeated. I had an article about him being a legitimate bona fide MVP front runner, which yeah. uh, made me feel completely uh, uncertain about that. <laughs> but uh yeah i think I, he's incredible he's 24 i think that's probably where it's going to get him you know some uh some people aren't going to give him it this year because they go well he's he's got six more years and but he's been prime, around forever but he has been around forever anyone who makes that argument is not my friend yeah but he's got a uh he's he's got a very very solid case he's putting up ridiculous stat lines winning games Emeka Emeka Okafor folks. hasn't lost a game he started in five years. That's because it lets AD get over there to that four that he likes, he man. That four, sure. I can't get over it. Also, more of the crazy stats. I think in the last 10 or 11 games, what is this? The last 10 games, Carl Anthony Towns is shooting, what, 54%? I mean, he's pretty much shooting this just for the season. It's just so ridiculous the numbers he's, he's putting up. Um, his his three-point percentage is crazy, too. Yeah, he's shooting 58% with 49% from three, averaging 21 points, 13 rebounds uh, over the last 11 games. Our boy Nikola Jokic, been on fire last uh, last 12 games. He's averaging 21 points, 12 rebounds, nine assists, also shooting 48% from three. It's these big guys and, and the stats they're putting up. What's crazy? Not just stats they're winning, but it's still it's awesome. What's crazy about Big Cat is he still only got ten shots up against the Kings since Butler went down. He's still like not exactly the focal point. I feel like he should be. 
but he's not. Offensively, he's just tremendous. In, yeah, I don't know what's going on. In this stretch. He's putting it together defensively, which we've been hard on him about. Yeah, he's kind of not looking like a bum, which he was for so long. I would long. say in this, in the last, this like this, again, kind of arbitrary sample, but in these 11 games, last 11 games, in wins, he has 14 shots per game. In losses, 11 shots per game. Right. So he still needs to be shooting more. Now that Butler's gone, I heard people say Andrew Wiggins needs to step up. No. 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 Cat. Don't do anything else, brother. Yeah. No, you're you're being you're doing you're doing okay. You're doing fine, <laughs> but let's give those shots to Big Cat and honestly Jeff Teague. Like, yeah. Let's let's spread those shots around. Be Elitza. You don't need any more. Wolves fans would say Tyler Ulis, but okay. You say <laughs> Tyus Jones? Tomato. You mean yeah, Tyus Jones? Like Tyler. You say tomato? I say Tyus Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Here's something a bit scattered, a bit smothered. Here's a multiple choice question from the Verman. What is the reason for the Celtics' very recent? Return to form defensively. Is it A, Marcus Smart? Is it B, playing the Celtics? Or is it C, that ridiculous Kyrie Irving fan with some version of Kyrie Irving's face etched into his skull? Well, B was confusing. You said playing the Celtics. Oh, playing the Grizzlies. Excuse me. Oh. (laughs) That'll Uh, cure what ails you. uh, It's probably Marcus Smart. Let's be real. I hate to say it. Even though the other answers were more entertaining. All... When he is on the court for them, they're a different team. Yeah. And I mean, they're even as, as poor as he seems offensively, they're even better with him offensively on the court. But defensively, they just, he allows them to do so much more. And it, I mean, it just has to do with how he plays defense. And can, it seems contagious. Can we talk about the guy who got his haircut with Kyrie in the back? Please. What is it that? Is that a character like, from Bebe's it, Kids? It looks like a, like a Picasso. Like yes, you ever seen that? What's that one? Guernica. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a <laughs> Picasso painting of DJ Pooh, <laughs> which is red from the movie Friday. The guy got his his uh his grandmama gave him that chain. Well, speaking of Marcus Smart, as we were, I believe that brings us to the uh, ah. segues nicely into the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. Given each week to the worst performance in a box score, we did not give one out last week because of the All Star break. So uh, this goes back all the way to February 13th for the games right before All Star break, up to present day, which is Monday night, February 26th. We have several honorable mentions: Tyler Dorsey, one for eleven; Justin Holiday, one for eleven. Justin Holiday, we're going to shut you down for Zach Levine. Oh no, wait, we're going to rest Zach Levine. Why don't you get back in there? And he throws up a one for 11, which was actually perfect tanking. Ah, Levine. Incredible, perfect tanking. Uh, Real quick, Tyler Dorsey aside, Uh I was buying uh, prizes for uh, people who are Patreons, uh, who do our sundry, you know, games and stuff like that. Tyler Dorsey's rookie card inexplicably was $6 (laughs) at the store. (laughs) I don't know what Tyler Dorsey looks like. I think he's Ken Dorsey's brother, uh, quarterback of the Miami uh, Miami, Miami, Miami Hurricanes. He kind of looks like a Harrison twin, but he was uh, was more kid and play-ish. Barnes? Uh, No, like Andrew Harrison. I guess there's not really Harrison twins any longer. Continue your (laughs) eye shopping. The honorable mentions also campaign one for ten. Who? What? Champagne campaign. I didn't know he was playing. That's outstanding. Well, the campaign, well, they shut down Jerry and Grant for campaign. Which, by the way, by the way, (laughs) we will get to the eye shop. The Bulls shutting down Jerry and Grant. Love it. Yeah. Is he, he's too old? Like, he's already not part of the... Well, also, you got to see what you have in Cristiano Feliciano or whatever his name is, whom you've already paid. That that honestly should have been my worst thing. <laughs> because, so I'm, I'm so lost with all this tanking. The NBA <laughs> told us that they're going to you can't rest your players that are healthy anymore. Like you can't shut down like the Suns did last year with Eric Bledsoe. Uh-huh. Well, the Bulls are doing it right now. You you find Mark Cuban on Dr. J's first ever podcast episode. Six hundred thousand dollars. Shout out. You're killing it, Dr. Dr. J. That's great. That's amazing. (laughs) Uh, But now the Bulls are flagrantly disobeying this rule. They're arresting their their guys, Lopez and Jerry and Grant and Justin Holiday, which, again, two of those guys are kind of youngish. But then to say we want to find out what we have in our young players, and as John says, maybe you should have found out what you had in your young players before you gave one of them, Felicio, a four-year, $32 million contract last year. It's crazy. It's wild. Uh, anyway, I don't know what the Bulls are doing, but hey, the tank race is crazy. Let's get back to the International Stackhouse of Pancakes. <laughs> also honorable 
mentions Bob Covington, two for 13. Isaiah Thomas, three for 15. We have three nominees. Andrew Wiggins in a loss to the Rockets, two for 14. Seven points, three boards, one steal, one block, one turnover, three personal fouls. Paul George in a loss to the Warriors. Best season of Paul George's career. Not this night. One for 14. Ah. Five points, five boards, three assists, two steals, one turnover, four personal fouls. And he was my first pick in a 10-person draft. Ouch. <laughs> he was one for nine from three, too. Yeah. Nuts. Thanks. One for 14. Regression. Also, Shabazz Napier. He back. 0 for 10. 0 points. Ooh. Oh, that's a zero. Uh, zero points, three rebounds, one assist, three steals, which is good, mm-hmm. and one block. Uh, four stocks from a little guy. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, no turnovers, two personal fouls. So we have Andrew Wiggins, two for 14, seven points. We have Paul George, one for 14, five points, five boards, three assists, and Shabazz Napier, over 10, no points. However, no turnovers and four stocks. PG, are you with me? Oh, yeah, we got the church. We are going nowhere. Paul George. Yeah, that's a unanimous. <laughs> yeah, unanimous he, uh, Paul George. I mean, it was just this bright, bright light shining, and he just choked it up. Get it. Choked it up. So congratulations, Paul George. You are this week's International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award winner. All right. Par fade away. What things are we looking forward to in the coming week? Oh, in the coming week? Oh. I was looking forward to. Oh, in the future, in Chuck. The, I don't tw- want to. In 2021, limit when you. <laughs> Pat Riley lures Anthony Davis <laughs> to the beautiful shores of Miami. He'll be 29. He'll be one or 28. I hope the MVP voters don't hold that against him. He'll That's be, enough of your porn for you, torture porn for the rest of us. So uh, much porn for me. I'm into Tank Palooza. I'm obsessed with it. I think the Grizz potentially might be the Erwin Rommel of this battle, which makes uh, you know the Bulls probably the general Patton. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm scared that we'll lose out, but I'm seeing some amazing t- tactics being achieved. Uh, Keith is doing a draft simulation at the beginning of every morning. Lighting oh, lottery sims? Lottery sims. They're wonderful. Just one. Allow, you, uh, go to tankathon.com. <laughs> allow myself one sim per day. How many, this, ha, have you ever done it where you sim and tell the Grizzlies get the first one? Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I, I've, now, I've now hit one sim per day. Today's would have broken the internet. It would have. The, it was, the uh, Jazz got the second Mavs pick. Mavs jumped up to one. Uh-huh. Jazz jumped up to two. First everybody one I ever did else, was Jazz, remember? Everybody else drops down. That would be... Beautiful. It would be. <laughs> I want to reward the teams. I want. The, I want this year the draft to be. We have seven weeks of nine teams being just terrible. Capital T. Like embarrassingly bad, and then none of those nine teams get the top three pick. That I would find some sweet, beautiful justice in that. Even though I'm a Grizzlies fan and we're enduring all this, I, I the the tank is terrible. It's terrible. But we're fixing the fact, it. The fact that Mavs fans are mad they beat the Pacers on Monday night it means your system's broken. Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. I'm seeing other people arguing for the, uh, you should, like, I saw a new one that was like, every win you get after you achieve 42 losses is gets you an inner entrance. That's right. fine. That's similar to my once you're eliminated type thing. You uh-huh. know, the wins work. I've also gotten to the point of just the straight, I don't care if teams are bad. But just like an, an equal thing, the fact there was no advantage to being the worst team, it seems like the goal, it's sports. The goal should be to win. Yeah. We've seen so many weird last seconds of games, and you're playing these terrible guys. You're not playing your best lineups. It's rough. Anyway, it is, however, riveting. And the Suns and Grizzlies, both on 10-game losing streaks, Are we gonna, showdown on Wednesday night. Are we going to miss these days when they fix tanking as a as an issue? And I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe because it is. It does it's something give to you, talk about. I guess. It does give a team who has uh you know lost hope for the playoffs something to root for, which is their <sighs> team losing. I mean, teams have been tanking for so much longer than we pretend they have, and as in well. other sports it's just a too. Scrutiny. Well, I'm saying it, it, it's it's bad in other sports too. Yeah. The, yeah. the NFL the is NFL's straightforward. Like, why do you do that? I mean, what if just the 14 teams that didn't make the playoffs if they had their own tournament? Like, that'd be fun. That's, It'd just be something that's fun put out there. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they could they could they could do something. Uh, I'm looking forward to nervously looking forward to the return of Paul Millsap. Oh, you mean Trey Lyles' backup? Yeah, like Trey <laughs> Lyles is really good, and he should 
keep playing. And uh-huh. even, honestly, we haven't apologized to him, but the double big man lineup with Mason Plumley and Jokic has been good. Again, Jokic, 21, 12, and 9 you over a month. You could put a Lay's potato chip out there with Jokic right now, and he'd get a double-double. But I am really nervous about Paul Millsap kind of breaking up what is... The Nuggets have been on a really hot streak. Their only loss... If they don't have to play the Rockets, they're incredible. I think it will be okay. And, and man, I, I wanted to talk about that. God, another quick aside. I know you guys hate these. The Rockets kind of showed a way to uh, mess with teams like, like the Jazz and like the Nuggets. If you like go super small, it seems to mess with them. Mm-hmm. Well, Chris Paul's their center. It also helps when you're incredible. <laughs> yeah, the Rockets, are, do the Rockets are when now, you have only lost two games when you start Paul, Harden, and Capella. Well, I say they're thirty and one. Yeah, <laughs> when, 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 when they're when they're top four, are there thirty and one? That's pretty good. That's insane. Pretty, they're going to be. That'll be fun to watch in the playoffs. Good. But I think Millsap is a good enough player to. You know he'll get in there. Okay, here's, I thought so. But here's my thing. Uh, par know, fade away. Uh, do you guys do you guys see that see that video where uh, Javale McGee hit that turnaround in Madison Square Garden? Broke John Stewart's mind and broke John Stewart's mind. Uh, go ahead and f- uh, find Javale McGee's Instagram and look at his profile picture, and you will see uh, something hilarious. Okay, should I tell him? It's John Stewart's face holding his <laughs> head, <laughs> and it's incredible. That's his new profile photo. That's pretty good. All right, and finally, last thing. We have a big thank you to the people who do support our show we at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. John, give us those people we love. Here's our producer tiers, guys. Let's kick it off with Liam, Nets fan number one, Green. He loves the Nets. <laughs> Joshua, son of Herbert Herbertson. The big herb. The people behind the Matrix trilogy. <laughs> the Sulkowski Persons. <laughs> Siblings. Howl and Chris Howell. Well, shout out Zach and Kevin. Viraf Nariman. Sam Slack Daddy Wilkinson. The Paul Wallace puns. and Gromit Gromans. Ryan Trustafari and Darling. Love Kabobs. Daman Rangula. The mysterious Brian Morninwai. And the one and only Ian Carmel. Thanks, guys. You make it happen. Y'all rule. Yeah, uh, Brian Mornway, get, get in touch with us. Uh, and, uh, and Ian Carmel recorded a uh, Netflix special. Yeah. Look out. That's really incredible. Cool. So we'll, hopefully, hopefully he'll come Over under show. Kevin Duckworth jokes, setting it at half. Half. 0.5 good over under. If you want to support our show, you can do that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast or just download that draft app at draft.com slash fastbreak. This is an ad. That was an ad. If you weren't clear, support the show. <laughs> Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Fast Break Break. Like us on Facebook. Actually, and there's a free sample over on patreon.com slash Fast Break Breakfast right now if you want to see what some of that stuff is behind the paywall. Free sample right now with a video from old our boy Matt Rakowski. Monte World Peace. All right. You guys are the, the best. Ballad of Bobby Portis. Love it. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being G&G. Fab break break, man, you understand?